Welcome back. Welcome back to Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 101. Like Zoe. That's so fun. We did it. We I didn't know if we were going to get over the hump of 100. Yeah, one Mr. Slowpoke over here. Yeah, it took a while to watch watch he the movie. He had 2 weeks. I yeah. watched it yesterday. I know, but you were given lots of time. I was. I did not take the time to do it properly. This is we're already in a weird space right now. Marley is just underneath the table panting. She's um she's struggling right now. She's an old dog and she's definitely on a bit of a decline right now for us and we don't know what's wrong with her. She doesn't sleep. She just pace, paces and pants and it's been a very very stressful well, I would say last week <clears throat> I would say the last eight days have been stressful, but particularly the last three have been extra. Like nobody's getting any sleep. We're taking like last night we just took shifts with her because like nobody's getting any sleep. And so it's been um, it's tough. Like it's hard. I called the animal hospital today and they were like, if she's walking and eating, she'll eat if you hand feed her and it has to be wet food, not she won't eat dog food anymore. Um, then, so she's not considered critical, so they won't take her because they're at capacity. So it's just we got to wait until the vet is open again and take her back because we've already been there once and they gave her meds that clearly do not work. She's powering through the anti-anxiety meds now. And so, yeah, so it's a little tough. So we're a little tired. Yes. We're a little concerned. I can't spell words and or speak right now. So can I, can I say the word that you were trying to spell? <laughs> yes. Actually, why don't you say the first three letters and we'll give everybody a second to guess what word you were spelling. <laughs> what? Oh, what your first three letters, what you thought it was. Oh, what I thought it was. Yes. Okay. C-O-M. And the real answer was. <laughs> C-A-P. <laughs> capacity. Compacity. I was so tired. <laughs> I know. I was like, Jack, how do you spell it? Because I just couldn't figure it out. I was I was typing a text to my friend to tell him that, like, tell him what was happening. Because I had talked to him on the phone, him and his wife, because I was so upset. And so they're dog people, too. So I phoned them. And so he was so I was texting them to say, oh, the hospital's at capacity. And I don't know why in my head I was like, capacity. <laughs> so anyways so she is right below us if you hear panting that is our dog or if you hear paws on the floor that yeah, is her that is pacing her just needing to be right near us well, as she slowly walks away oh she'll be back yep Give, we'll get some nice play-by-play <laughs> in this I know. um so that does kind of answer how we're doing just you know in life in general but i feel like this has actually been a fun time for new Maybe not necessarily movies. She is back under the table now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like those there's like quite a few new shows going on. Okay, like well, House of Dragon. House of Dragon. We watched the first two episodes. I, we like it. I haven't watched it. No, yet. I know you haven't. Sorry, uh, husband and I have watched it. Um, we were at trivia night. We like to go to at our local uh, brewery place, and uh, there was a couple of people going. Eh, I don't know, but like. Again, I tell people, like, you have to give things time. You're not... I didn't like Game of Thrones when I first started watching it. Like, there are characters and there are stories and you have to give... People have no patience anymore. They don't give things, like, give it time to permeate, get to know the characters, the setting, the, like, right? 
So I'm fine with it. I just forgot the tone of Game of Thrones. And then it came back full force. I was like, right, we do this kind of stuff on shows. So it was, uh, there was a scene that was pretty disturbing. There is a prediction that you asked me to make last week and i wrote it down on my phone i haven't watched once i watch it i'll, I'll let you know to oh, see okay. if i was close in any way right um and then on the other side i've been watching she hulk yes mcu show uh you said you watched the first i watched the first episode yeah first episode you know pretty good it's yeah her learn like her kind of the background of her be- how how she became the I Hulk. Love. you know and, i love a good origin story and like the I found the chemistry between like Mark Ruffalo and Tatiana. Tatiana. Um, mess, it sounds like Mussolini, but it's like Messalini or something yeah. like that. Canadian. Canadian. Shout out. It's just their chemistry is really good. The one thing I still am struggling with the show a bit is the CGI of her. Of her, yeah. Because you look at the Hulk, you look at Bruce Banner, and it's like the details are very much there because they've had also had a lot of time to kind of perfect. And now this new version of, I don't know, Smart Hulk, Dr. Hulk, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. When like, I also have seen a lot of like stories about the video, like the video effects people at Marvel or like the people that are working on it. A, don't really get enough time, and B, are, like, pretty overworked. Oh, I can imagine, for sure. So, yeah, that makes sense. But I guess if you can get over that part, right, and then you, right, just kind of, okay, this isn't going to be great, but we'll just kind of move on, right? Yeah, at first I didn't love, there's quite a few fourth wall breaks looking right into the camera and Mm. talking to the audience. Once you get to the third episode, they actually, it's almost very self-aware that they're doing it oh, okay there's something that she talks about that i'm not that it's like super spoilery but i just i want to keep keep it as vague as possible it's it's enjoyable if you're gonna walk in and think all right this is gonna be the sopranos it's not it's yeah a, it's a fun show yeah with a very very interesting cameo mm. i'm excited now well they well there's like see they they did a good job there's like there's a nerd cameo mm-hmm. that like comics fans will be like, oh my God, this. Right. Which I won't know. No, but okay. I, I can also, if you watch it, I can explain it. It's not like a very, it's actually kind of funny, the context of like what they introduce. Okay. And then there's a popular person. Okay, cool. That's in it. And you're like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. But also like, I don't know, it's superhero stuff. I watched um the show Surface. And it's on Apple, and I think it is a Reese Witherspoon, which you know I'm a, I love my Reese. I didn't love the ending. I loved the show, but I loved the ending they left. Is that the Adam Scott? No, that's Severance. That one's so good. I'm not done that one yet. But Surface is she loses her memory. She jumps off a boat and loses her memory, and she's trying to, like, rebuild her life, and it's all these, like, twists and turns. So the show itself is very good. Like, it's very fascinating because you're like, ooh, you know, who is she and what's going on and all that. But the ending, because they're, you can just tell they're setting up for a second season, so you don't get all the answer. You know, one of those shows, like, we're not going to answer the, this that has happened in the last episode because apparently now we're gonna have a, a second season and I was like I don't know if I'm invested enough to like I like things to wrap up and like give us some answers and then there is another storyline they could do but at least answer that part of it but I guess it's hard with like a memory loss because like was she just gonna get back just part of it 
but I did really, I did enjoy it. It was good. I just was a little frustrated when it ended. I was like, no, I want more. That's also, I'm in a similar boat with Barry Mm because I finished that the most recent season and because they took a pretty long break between season like two and season three. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was season three. I, the way they end it, I, I don't think there needs to be any more. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. No, it's like Ted Lasso's ending. And we just, we have to accept that this is what we're getting and it's good. And that's it. Right. It's almost the, I don't want to say overcorrection, but it's the correction to, uh, you know, this show. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, that ultimate show is Entourage when it was like, if you guessed, you're like, oh, it was probably like four or five seasons, but it's really like eight, yeah. like seven or eight. And you're and like, a, a too, too many. <laughs> yeah. Too, too many. Too, too many. But I, I think Barry, if this is the end of Barry, because I don't think they've really confirmed, uh, to my knowledge, they haven't confirmed one way or the other. They wrapped up the story well, but I also would trust Bill Hader and Alec Berg to come up with something else. Right. Okay. If they were to continue. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I know. I have to watch that one. Eek. It's uh, especially because I was just like one afternoon. I was just I I think I had like four or five episodes left and they're yeah. not long. They're like. Yeah. So st- don't watch your movie for your podcast. No. Watch Barry. Watch Barry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Priorities, Jack. It's an HBO 30 minutes, which is like just legitimate straight through 30 minutes. Yeah. So yeah. not that hard to get through. Yeah. But worth it. And I'm also <laughs> rewatching Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I don't. And then I pop in every now and then. <laughs> Good old Timmy Riggins. I love him. He's so cute. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So today, after 10 minutes of talking, mm-hmm. uh, we've got our IMC, Jake Gyllenhaal edition, which semi-planned, kind of planned. Yeah, we kind of were like, well, let's just, you know. Then we didn't make the other thing Jake Gyllenhaal themed, but just Jake Gyllenhaal themed IMC. Uh, I watched The Guilty, you watched Southpaw, yep. and then uh, we have Award Worthy, so movie uh, we just did movies right i just did movies i just did movies, okay yeah. so we're good uh movies, movies are people movies actors that did not win but mm-hmm. should have or even nominated nominated yeah that's yeah true. yeah mine were like not even nominated that could have been i actually think i i might have done the same thing i'm sure some of the people have been some of the people have been nominated but but maybe not like the movie or something yeah. or yeah all right uh rock paper scissors rock paper scissors rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Bleep. I won. Scissors, scissors, and then scissor, paper. Um, You watch The Guilty. I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. So I watched Southpaw. It is from 2015. It is the writer is Kirk Sutter, who does Sons of Anarchy. So that made a lot of sense. After I watched the movie and I looked that up, I was like, oh, yeah. It has a, it has that tone of like a Sons of Anarchy to me. So if you like that, you're gonna like this movie. Director Antoine, um, fuck you. Funny enough, we do we do have the same director. Is that how you say it? Oh, fuck you. I didn't look it up. I should. Okay. It's F U Q U A. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, he has done. So many movies. When I looked him up, I was like, oh, I really actually really like this director. Like Training Day, Shooter, Olympus Has Fallen, like so many. I couldn't even write them all down. But he definitely has, again, a kind of a tone of of um, 
you know, the type of movie. So it is about Billy the Great Hope, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a reigning junior middleweight boxing champion, has this like crazy impressive career, a loving wife, played by Rachel McAdams, a daughter, and a lavish lifestyle. However, when tragic, you know, what's that? Uh, Fuqua. Fuqua. I'm going to. I like Fuqua. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuqua. Fuqua. Okay, Fuqua. I also might have accidentally wrote Antonio, but Antoine. It is Antoine. Um, so tragedy does strike, and Billy hits rock bottom, losing like family, his house, manager. And then he finds this unlikely savior in Tick Will- Willis, played by Forrest Whitaker. And he's a former fighter who trains him to reclaim his title and trust of the ones he loves. So I'm not normally a boxing. I don't like boxing. I just find it like I, every hit. I'm like, oh, my God, their poor brain. Um, so I don't normally like it. Question. Yes. Do you know in the movies they don't like actually get. <laughs> thank you, Jack. Just making sure. OK, thank you. Except for like. What do you mean? They're not really bashing each other's heads in. I mean, I'm Ma- just not a boxing fan. Michael B. Jordan takes like one legitimate punch in Creed. Right. And he has like a video of it and gets. Eh, he got like kind of knocked out. Yeah. The whole idea of boxing, it just freaks me out. So I'm not normally a boxing movie fan. However, the same as almost any other sports movie. It's not. It's, it is about the boxing, but peripherally, I would say. Like, it's more about his, like, you know, kind of hitting, started from the bottom, now we're here. Kind of like we, you know. And at the top. We were at the top. We went to the bottom, like rock, rock bottom. And then we have to slowly start reclaiming ourselves. So, but this, yeah, it's just more than just boxing, right? So it has this really great like life message. I would say it's like the ebbs. And, see, the problem is I can't say what happened, yeah. and that and that happens kind of at the beginning of the movie. It is. It is very the the thing that happens and the person that may or may not be there at some point. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that person just got paid like twenty bucks to do this movie. Right. Yeah, because it's pretty early in in the movie and. It could have been avoided, which is to me the hardest thing, you know, because it just you just had to walk out the door, just walk out, just mm-hmm. walk away. But no, because he's a boy and he's a boxer and he's a fighter and he came from very humble beginnings. I think he was in a like foster care and stuff like that. Um, but this movie really does have the ebbs and flows of life. It is like, you know, you can be on top of the world and something can happen and you're going to hit rock bottom and that climb up is tough. But it really shows that if you put in the work and it's not always a linear like, oh, now I'm keep going up. Sometimes we go back a little bit and then we go up a little bit more and then we go back. And so it really does have that feel to the movie. And it also, of course, has our favorite movie montage workout scene. Mm. So which what movie would be? It would be not complete. I wouldn't even like the movie if it did not have that, because that is the best part. It's the training montage which i think also for boxing specifically is so great is the best because then you could you have like these modern version of like south pod creed creed 2 yeah but then you also have rocky 4 where it's just like i don't know let's just run through the snow yeah or totally just, i'm gonna lift trees yeah right <laughs> where's the tire yeah yeah so i i really enjoyed it um it got 60 percent on rotten tomatoes uh, but the audience score was 75, which I thought I think is about right. I would put it about that as well. Like enjoyable. Wouldn't watch it again, but I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. That's all. That's all I have to say about it. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, my Jake Gyllenhaal movie is 2021's The Guilty. Yes. Starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake. Just, just uh, Jake. Shout out Jake. Uh, so he plays Joe Baylor, a 911 operator, going through a series of calls when a sudden and dangerous abduction throws him for a loop. Mm-hmm. Which I wrote this before even watching the opening because usually i write this down and then watch the opening scene because from the trailer that's kind of all i got right was there's this like dangerous situation going on uh but it's actually um in so we're set in california and there's wildfires going on and just this opening sequence of like maybe a minute and it feels like the apocalypse there's wildfires i i I need help where's the fire department where's this where's that uh there's shootings kidnappings like it's just everything is all over the place and it just kind of throw it very much throws you into the world right which is a good way to get you like right okay this is what 911 operators go through yes here we go um so it's Jalen hall there's a couple other people like there's there's a sergeant in in the room there's a guy manny that sits next to him but like it is pretty much just him yeah but then you have voices, which, again, I, I wish I didn't look it up mm-hmm. before because then I wouldn't have known. So the two main people of the story, it's Riley Keough. Who and I am obsessed with. I think she's so fantastic. Because that was, was that Logan Lucky or was that before that even? It would have been, Logan Lucky was a like while the, ago, yeah. But like the first time you saw her? Um, No, I don't think so. I think I've, se- I've seen her in a f- quite a few things, but I don't know. I just find her really, there's something about her. I think she's got something when she's on the screen or uh, her voice <laughs> yeah that's true her, her voice is intriguing because you don't see nope. you don't see her at all uh, and then peter sarsgaard yeah is the is henry mm-hmm. uh riley keogh is emily and then ethan hawk paul dano mm-hmm. bill burr yeah but ethan hawk is like more of a significant paul dano and bill burr are literally just one phone call which i wrote down like during the movie but it is kind of like they do this movie does a pretty good balance of like look what these people have to go through Mm -hmm. and also like oh sometimes there's just like this one guy calls it's not any significant character but it was like oh i fell off my bike and hurt my knee can Mm -hmm. you send an ambulance yeah this is also he gets that call in like one of the most like high stress moments he's like what no i can't talk right now like call back later (laughs) so he hangs up and he calls back and he's like uh 911 whatever i'm operator 625 yeah what's what's, your emergency he's like i fell off my bike and hurt my knee and he's like i can't talk to you right now he's like well just send an ambulance and he's like okay call back later because if you keep calling you're just gonna keep getting me Mm -hmm. and i'm basically like i'm not helping you i can't talk right now right um i just i I didn't think about like so jake john hall's like sick like he's like coughing a lot he's an inhaler i don't know if it's like wildfire related i think that's my I'm going to say my biggest issue with the movie okay. is that they do because they were like mentioning other stories to try to build character. But like it is to me, it feels very one dimensional. The characters, mm-hmm. they honestly, I think they build up more of the characters that aren't on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's sick. This L.A. Times reporter is calling him about tomorrow, but again, tomorrow is just vague at this point of like what, what is really going on. Um, but then it's about his case. Then after that, kind of like not stressful, but he's like, 
this LA Times reporter basically tells her, like, don't call me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, no comment. I don't want to talk about this. Then Paul Dano calls. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got robbed. In, and he's like, in the street? And he's like, no, in my car. <laughs> and this person stole my laptop. And uh, it's... Then he describes the person, pink hair, high heels. And he just starts... Jake Gyllenhaal just starts laughing. And then he calls into someone else like, oh, yeah, this guy got robbed by a prostitute. Right. Because then it was like, oh, I'm here on business. I have a rental car. Yeah, yeah. My wife doesn't know that uh-huh. I'm just here on business. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it is. it was really funny because it also is, I guess also because... Maybe the Batman is just that is still that fresh in my head that I heard Paul Dano's voice and I was like immediately even though I knew he was in it as well as soon as I heard it I'm like no that's that's him that's Paul Dano I yeah. even wanted to just say that's the Riddler right um so then we call Ethan Hawke uh, he's a former colleague a sergeant and Ethan Hawke tells him you'll be back on the street mm-hmm. so it's almost it it was building up to like. I want to, we want to, I want to know, we want to know. I watched, I watched this with my fiance, which oh, is what yeah. I'm allowed to call her. <laughs> fiance. Fiance. Um, so we were just like watching and they're built, like they are building this like story of like what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Like we're in true, you're intrigued by this character. Yeah. But then he gets, I uh, gets this like call about from this woman emily she's been abducted and right before that so he's kind of missing his former job he's talking to ethan hawk about you know oh did you hear about the or what happened with this drug case so like you could tell he was some kind of police officer or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. detective um i just wrote down because i just didn't know if he was just gonna snap on the room because he was just very on edge and he like there wasn't a fresh pot of coffee nothing happened but he just like poured a coffee and there wasn't any like sugar so then I just thought he was going to start screaming at everyone. Yeah. He didn't. No. Um, he wants to call his daughter, him and his wife. Partner. Fr- s- friend, separated. Baby mama. Yeah. They just basically play phone tag for quite a little bit. Um, so yeah, this Emily girl, she's been abducted. And he talks her, he's talking to her on the phone and just say, pretend you're consoling your child. Mm-hmm. And just, oh, you know mommy's gonna be home soon sweetie like don't worry everything's gonna be fine and then it's probably the best sequence of the movie like there's a lot of story in there but he's like okay is he driving a car Mm -hmm. and he's like just yes or no car no truck and then she goes no van Mm -hmm. and you can just hear oh what is that give me the phone hangs up and then he is now just like ultra stressed out about what is going on yeah because they like there's kids left by themselves mm-hmm. um so she yeah, she doesn't answer that question right they do so they do pull over a van at one point but they do a good job of like it's almost like the jake gyllenhaal becomes a little more like translucent where you could see through and they kind of have this like cutaway almost of like them walking up to a van but like you don't see any characters you just kind of see the van and like some voices right through the phone yeah um so his daughter uh sorry the the daughter of this abduction calls abby um and is like freaking out and he's like dad had a knife so then jake gyllenhaal is like okay we're gonna go through everything and she starts like typing numbers through the phone and he's like oh what are you like what who are you calling she's like i'm calling my daddy Mm -hmm. and he's like 
do you remember what those numbers are? So he writes down the phone number. He's, like, writing down everything he can about the situation. He has a knife, like, dangerous white van. Uh, even though, like, at one point he says, like, oh, does your daddy have a van? She's, like, she's not answering. He's, like, does he have a big car? Mm-hmm. And, like, it was one of those, like, yeah, kids not going to be, like, oh, yeah, yeah he has a, a van. van. He exactly. has a white van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it, just this poor, I, I can't remember who whoever voiced the California highway patrol person might deserve an Oscar themselves because he just like bad. He's just badgering this poor woman of just like, I need you to find this van, but doesn't have information. Eventually he gets a license plate, but like, yeah, he's just like, we well, have to find them. They're going this way. Yeah. She's like, that's not enough information. And they don't have air support because of the wildfires, like they do a good job of like this like terrible situation that's going on right now is affecting a lot yeah like the right. wildfires are affecting their job yeah like even like that, it's all intertwined yeah. that they can't do their job properly because there's all this other peripheral stuff going on right mm-hmm. um there's like this high-pitched ringing in his ears that kind of keeps coming back every once in a while um he's got it as inhaler there was a therapist he didn't like um He's going to court tomorrow, mm-hmm. which again now answers the tomorrow thing of like, why is he going to court then? Um, uh, Bill Bird, he calls, he's in like this nightclub. It's called like Swordfish or something, something dumb. And he's like, there's a fight. And then like, he's like, okay, I need to know. Jake Joan Hall's like, I need to know like exact location. He's like, I just told you where I am. And they just start yelling. And then it just turns into like a fuck you off. And he's like, well, fuck you too. Right. Uh, so his buddy rick who they're involved in whatever happened situation he goes to like the the abductor's apartment to kind of maybe figure out where they're going or you know just some kind of clues uh i also did just keep thinking of the californians whenever they were just like they're going east East on the 210 (laughs) right and just like you gotta take 405 if that's an snl joke if, oh, it's like old, old, or not old, but yeah. it's an old well, sketch now. Fred Armisen and stuff, yeah. yeah. It's like they brought it back Bill, for the 40th, Bill Hader. and yeah. it's just talking like this, and and it pretty much like I feel like all of it was talking about trapping. You gotta take the 405. Yeah, it's just over about the 210. Yeah, it is totally. That's funny. Um, when we get to there is a resolution to the story that has to be left. I've I've left most of it very vague because once you're once you're in it you are stressed they do a really good job in this movie to like keep you without a lot of other things going on it is just really jake and the phone calls and somehow you are you're so intrigued and you're so invested right i found i was anyway yeah they keep they keep you guessing and they throw different things at you and yeah and even though you're in one location you're kind of your brain's all over the place because you're like, oh, this over, this is going on over, over here and this. And this your and this. imagination is going without it visually giving it to you. You're imagining what is, that's all, and that's cool because that doesn't happen very often in movies, right? Hmm. Usually we're spoon fed everything. So yeah. Um. So I did like that they did tie together how long this would have taken because their shift ended at like I'll say two, right, or just around two. So. He spent around four hours in this situation. Yeah. Which I, I think was pretty cool that at the end they gave us like a little he went on his phone, like I remember that it was two and he went on his phone again and it was six AM. So 
they just they didn't make it like oh yeah this happened in like 20 minutes exactly they did yeah. give us this like visual which this is, took around four hours which is what it would like you're not gonna get on a phone be like okay go get this guy or whatever go get this van like it's it wouldn't be it would take a while so there's there's, there's more realistic. to the situation yeah oh there's yeah uh, so I will say the fiancé. Yes. She loved it. She loved it. I am a little conflicted. Okay, good. I just, I don't know. To me, maybe there was just something. Lacking. Something missing. Okay. I, I, and I don't know. Maybe I don't know what it is. And maybe I just, maybe I'm a little too critical of it. I did enjoy it. Like it is an enjoyable movie. No, and that's movie. totally fair. You can dislike movies. Like right, and at least you watched it though, yeah. and you and you got something out of it, or right? yeah, like I, I did enjoy it. I just and I'm and I can't think of what it is. Yeah, that's an, that's frustrating because it can't be like it's this, you know. It's just kind of like something, right? Yeah, maybe that, it, maybe it is the spoon feeding. Maybe it just it challenged me, and I wasn't prepared completely for the challenge yeah. of like not getting spoon fed everything. Yeah, that's okay though. We're back. She's back. She was laying down. She was right on my feet, actually. And she was her, in, in between both of our feet. Yeah. Her nose was right on my foot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess yeah, okay. let's, let's get into some award yeah. worthy. Yes. You want to go first? Because, um, yeah, you have 10, right? I do have 10. I think I have like 13. Uh, the first one I'll mention just because we were just talking about him. Jake Gyllenhaal. Like for this movie or just just in general, okay. I, I couldn't think of like, you don't think he's been their Nightcrawler is a big one. That's yeah, I could I can see that. I actually I just thought I've never seen Nightcrawler. So oh, OK, I would I would put that on the put okay. that on the list. I'll put it on my list. I just feel like it's he is more I could see one day he gets the Leo Oscar for yeah. like basically a lifetime achievement of like, look at everything you've been in. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his range of movies, he does have a he does have a wide range. He's definitely not pigeonholed into one genre or whatnot, and he's good at everything he does. So yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. You want to go? Oh, that's that, that was, was one your of one. Them, yeah. Um. Okay. One of okay. So we didn't rank these because I think just, it would be just too hard. So um. Because you're also I, comparing like actors and movies. Yeah, but I am gonna leave one for the last that I do think is most. It was the most um. I was surprised it didn't get a nomination. Um, so I'm going to start with Taraji P. Henson from uh, Hidden Figures. Uh, she, so this, if you haven't seen this movie, first of all, it's a fabulous movie and it is a true space on true story with uh, the NASA. Na- Did I say that weird? NASA. NASA. Apparently I'm okay. From NASA. Uh, and it's the women who helped with um, all of the aerodynamics all the all the smart shit yeah and um but of course they were not recognized because they were women and she's black so that's your out three strikes in america and this is when you had to you know you had separate washrooms and stuff like that so she does have this one really great scene where she comes in and she's all wet and kevin costner's like where have you been and stuff and she's like where have i been like she just literally loses it but in a very still respectful of just like laying out like what her life is like like i have to walk this far to go to the colored washroom like you know anyway so i feel like she should have been nominated for that um i will throw out a movie okay in halloween which again i know we're not the we're not the biggest horror movie people but i feel like just the i don't know maybe just the longevity of it right they just keep making them even if maybe they're not the best but i feel like the like i've seen the first halloween yeah and like 
it is just it is a good movie. Yeah, I've never. I don't know if I've ever seen any of them. Is that the one that goes? No, that's, no, that's um. I don't, uh, I don't know. Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe. Probably. Yeah, I've never seen that. But yeah, first, well, Halloween is uh Michael Michael Myers. Mike, yeah. No, Mike Myers is the comedian. Michael Myers. <laughs> so, yeah, Halloween. Mike Myers shows up. <laughs> that would be really funny. He sh- he funny. should be in a Halloween movie. That he should be. have by now. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, I'm sure you have this person on your list. Uh, Uncut Gems. Yes. Adam Sandler. I I had the movie, but also I think Adam Sandler did deserve it, nomination minimum. Minimum. Definitely should have even like that's a minimum. That is that is, is an Oscar winning performance. It was so incredible. And especially when you know him as just like this comedian jokester kind of guy to see him in this role. The movie is t- is a tough watch for what was for me. Totally worth it, though. Like mm-hmm. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, he he's just so good in it. Like you, you wouldn't even believe it's him. Like you would just be like, I can't believe this is Adam Sandler. Yeah. Like, I mean, it still looks like him and stuff, but you're just you can't believe that he has those acting chops. It must be frustrating for him. right? Yeah, which I think is also why his his middle finger to everybody was right. oh i didn't get nominated here's hubie halloween like he literally like, so bad. like it and it just was it yeah. wasn't a it was a reaction yeah and that's fair right um i will throw so i also said uncut gems i'll throw another poor the shining like, yeah just based on maybe not even the movie itself but i think the like cultural significance i was of gonna it. say it's a cult you know it, it the cult movement of it is it, it's gotten more po- i feel like it gets more popular you know sometimes movie aren't movies aren't recognized in the time and then like something like mean girls i don't have it on my list but something like mean girls did not do well and now it's like everybody quotes it everybody it's october 3rd right like it's just like i don't know like it's just everybody knows well sorry not everybody but most people know all the quotable things he doesn't even go here and I don't know, like all of those things. Like you can just say any of those quotes and most people know what movie you're talking about, right? Even if they haven't seen the movie, I feel like you would know those quotes. Yeah. Get in, bitch. We're going shopping. Anyways. Um, my turn? Yeah. Um, so Jennifer Aniston played in this movie called Cake. And she played someone who I believe was recovering from a car accident, but I'm not entirely sure. And it's just her body was like all like man- like scarred and mangled. And um, it was... It was so good. And I feel like in the same realm of like Adam Sandler, it's like people think of her as like, we're the Millers and friends. And it's like this cutesy, whatever. But this acting that she did was really over. Like it was so, so good. And she did get nominated for a couple of things, like smaller things, but not an Oscar. And I feel like that was a mishap on their part because I just feel like it was just a really incredible role. And she was so raw and she was just... It was so unused to anything we've seen before. And and usually the Oscars love when people are, you know, transform. And she did. Mm -hmm. But she was not nominated. So Um, I will throw out Tobey Maguire specifically for the movie that I'm now blanking on. Okay. With Jake Gyllenhaal and... Oh, uh, Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. He is incredible. The emotional journey that he goes on because... Everyone's going to look at Tobey Maguire and you're going to go, oh, that's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, he's in The Great Gatsby. Him and Leo are really good friends. Like, yeah. But this this is the role, especially like the the crew cut or buzz cut, whatever the yeah, soldiers yeah. have. And you see what he goes through and then he has to come home. And obviously you don't really like 
you understand to an extent why he acts the way he does but then at the same time it's like yeah you're yelling at your child yeah and he's been totally traumatized because he was a pow like right so he's traumatized and he has ptsd and whatever but his acting is incredible like you actually like viscerally feel when he's yelling like you feel it in your like stomach and your heart well at least I did like when I was like oh my god it's so like sometimes you forget you're watching a movie when he's act when the acting is that good right um I put Jim Carrey for the Truman Show I had Jim Carrey yeah I would have I would take the Truman Show I think that to me is his best best maybe my favorite performance I'll say yeah also, Man on the Moon. I know. I was just about to say when he does Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. I was to say Warhol. I was like, it's not Warhol. Who es- is it? Especially yeah. when they have that behind, which I've never, I still haven't watched the Jim and Andy like doc that they did. Yeah. Where people talk about like he, he was Andy Kaufman. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little like, I remember he said like he was looking out in the ocean and there was like dolphins and then he like transformed into Andy. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. Totally. Yeah. But I believe he was in character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's method actor, I guess, for that. Right. But he also doesn't seem like he would be that over the top. Yeah. Especially now because he's just kind of done now. I know. And I love him now because he hates Hollywood and he is not afraid to talk about it. And I could not love it more. And he's just like, I'm going to He calls everyone spineless. Like the names he calls Hollywood. And he is... When you listen to him, though, he makes sense. Like, he's like, you know, especially with the Will Smith stuff. Like, he was all over that. And he was, yeah, he was really, he's really funny. He hates the business, I think, right? Except for Sonic. Yeah. He's done, like, two Sonic movies. <laughs> well, I guess he still needs money. So you said Jim Carrey as well? I did. Okay. Um, I said Jacob Tremblay from Room. You know, the little boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the role it was, it was a very demanding role. And he just nailed it. Like, I think it's such a, because it's him and Brie Larson. And it's basically the two of them for majority of this movie, because they're in a room. They've been kidnapped. And, you know, she has this baby. And then she just raises him in this room and then you know they have to try and escape and i think for the role he had to play um and he was so young i just think he just did such a good job i think he got nominated for other things again like small like i don't know did i don't know get like, nominated for an oscar no hmm. i don't think so i looked at well because i remember uh, him just doing like i remember at one point not that he won but he had like a speech after yeah maybe i should look it up just in case <laughs> be like, and that's wrong um i will throw out reservoir dogs yeah i would say probably now looking at it the most underrated tarantino movie oh yeah okay that's how i look at it just because i i feel like it's never in that conversation of like uh django or pulp fiction inglorious bastards like i feel like it's not in that conversation but i don't think it's that far off right from those movies yeah and you have like i know you because it is funny when great directors just kind of have people you go back to like i don't know if steve buscemi's in that com i don't really know if he's in that many tarantino movies like not off the top of my head Mm -hmm. but like harvey keitel i mean tarantino himself is in it like there are so many good people in that movie and yeah all your all your and one of the things I, i don't know why i love about this movie is that you don't have to rely on character names it's literally just like mr pink mr blue (laughs) and like it's this like small detail that i love that i'm like okay i don't really even have to remember the colors it's just like it's this group of guys that are pulling off this crime together totally yeah no i agree it's a good one 
He hasn't been nominated. I just looked it up quickly. He Tr- was nominated. Uh, Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, he was nominated for a SAG, um, but that's it. So I just think. I feel like that is, though, like if you look at the Oscars as the big honcho, like SAGs, I say, is right there. Oh, yeah. No, I would say it's it's pretty close for sure. Um, my next one is Emily Blunt for A Quiet Place. I know she won, I believe, a Golden Globe for it, but I think it should have been. I think it was an Oscar-worthy performance. Her in the bathtub, birthing a child, trying to be quiet. Like, you're in. You win. Okay? I know she wasn't really birthing a child, everybody, but I'm saying, like, for the sake of the movie. That's the, I think that's even a double up of, like, you're faking giving birth, and while you're giving fake birth, you have to be quiet. <laughs> right. And, like, the way she, like, the fear, but then taking care of her family, and she's such a strong woman, and I just thought she did such a good job. So, it's, yeah, I think she should have. I think there should have been something there for her. I thought her. you were going to say Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Oh, I loved Mary Poppins. Um, I can't remember if I'm on a movie or a person. I'll, I'll throw out a person. I'm going to say Edward Norton. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I just, I looked up a list and saw him on there, and I didn't double check it, but I just thought, really? Yeah. Like, nothing? American History X? Yeah. Like, uh not usual suspects what's the primal fear primal fear that was his first like big movie too right so there are there's a number of and then obviously now he's in the wes anderson rotation i know i love it so yeah edward norton just some somewhere down the line i don't yeah i don't really have like one specific but just like yeah he should have an oscar yeah oh i agree for sure he's such a good actor um, I have a movie that I bet you have never heard of before. Ooh, fun. And it is called Nothing But the Truth. And it is Kate Beckinsale, Alan Alda. It's a pretty uh, Vera Fem- Femiglia or whatever. I don't know how to say her last name. I do um, know who you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it is such a good movie. And it really flew under the radar. And I might put it on the list for you to watch one time. Because it's it's a very interesting movie. It's based on a true story as well. And she plays this reporter who won't give up her source um, because you don't do that. You don't give up your source and mm-hmm. ends up going to jail because it's very like, well, we need to know because they know this information and we need to know who leaked it. Was it CIA? Was it FBI? Like who leaked the information? And she will not give it up to the point where she loses a lot. Like her family, her like, right. Oh, it's uh, her husband is um, David Schwimmer. Oh, random. Yeah. I know it was random. Um, but I really, her acting in that, I wouldn't say like for Kate Beckinsale, I go never put her, like, I think she's beautiful and stuff, but I would never be like, oh my God, she's such a great actress. You know, like she's not in that category for me, but this movie in particular, I remember being really like, wow, that was a good movie. And I feel like it didn't get the recognition it deserved. So, especially when you find out who the source was, it's really good. That's a really good movie. Well, I really like you. You sold you sold enough that I would watch it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I I know this this one isn't going to. A lot of people will not agree with this. Oh, fun! But the Big Lebowski. Yeah, I actually had on my list too, but then I I took it off for Emily, but I did. But like, it is just like I know it's such a good one. It is such a fun movie, and you have one of the most iconic characters in the dude. The dude. And like. It's not like if you think of the dude, you think of like, I don't know, Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler, one of those like comedian, but like it's Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. Like he is the dude. But then also he's, I don't know, is he the cop in 
No Country for Old Men. Or like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like he has serious roles, but then yeah. he's the dude. He's just the dude. And what a great ensemble too, right? Mm, John, John Goodman, Goodman Steve Buscemi. It's a good one. That's the one I could watch like again. Like, cause it's just a fun, it just makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Interstellar. I put Matthew McConaughey. Like, I don't know if Interstellar itself got nominated, which probably got nominated for like cinematography or something like that. But I feel like Matthew McConaughey and especially that scene where he is watching the video of his kid and he's crying. Like, I'm sorry if you don't cry watching that you are there's you're made of stone because it is so authentically exactly how you would cry if you were sitting there watching this video and you haven't seen your kids in forever and like years and years, right? Because he's trying to save the world and there isn't a rock in that one though. There, there's not. So yeah, yeah. Um, in 2015, uh, Interstellar was nominated for uh, Best Original Score, Best Production Design, Best Sound Editing, Best Sound Mixing. It won for Best Visual Effects, and those were all the Academy Awards it was nominated for. Which is gross. Like, that's... Come on. Like, Matthew McConaughey, even Anne Hathaway, like, Jessica Chastain. Like, there's... Su- it's such a good movie. I would never... Like, there's... I could never say any g- enough good things about that movie. Um, This, this one... I feel like even the role I'm going to pick might not be the one but okay amy adams yeah and for me it would be a rival i was totally just thinking that in my head when as soon as you said her name that's the first one i think of like that is and again that's that's the edward norton conversation of like i looked at that list and it was like oh yeah because every year we talk about is this finally the amy adams year yeah which like I, I think we're past now, unfortunately. Well, maybe not past, but I mean, it's she just had be, so much good meaty stuff that, yeah. It might be, I don't want to say just, like, I don't want to say supporting would be disrespectful, but like, if she wins a supporting actress award, mm-hmm. you'll at least go, she got her Oscar. She yeah. does have one. Yeah. Probably not what she deserved it for. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's not her fault. That She just yeah. didn't win. No. Um, My, I have two more. Do you? Yeah, uh, I think I do. Yeah. Okay, um, Malcolm and Marie, Zendaya, and John David Washington. Again, if you've not seen this movie, I highly recommend it. It is so well done. The acting is incredible. So Zendaya was nominated for a Critics' Choice and and Double uh, and an MTV movie, but not anything bigger than that. And I just feel like it was um, a, a, either of them give just one of them like they were just it was so so good it was so well executed like it's just them in this house having a fight but it's just like working through like human emotions and i just think they did such a good job right but nothing it's one of those movies that like if you had that on broadway Mm -hmm. it's probably there for like 20 years yeah no it's just so yeah it was such a good movie i realized that i do have three okay uh one of them heat yes yeah just maybe just off the star power alone and then i i said it when when i watched it because i think that was just me that like that was yeah yeah um de niro is still de niro Mm -hmm. in that movie yeah pacino is a little more like any given sunday like almost like doesn't know what's going on right like you see he seems confused (laughs) right in that movie confused i'm fucking confused (laughs) bro (laughs) sorry that's a euphoria uh so you have one more? I have one more. Okay, then I'll, so I'll, you go. I'll also throw out Michael B. Jordan. Yes. And not Creed? He never got nominated, eh? Mm. 
That was because that was the big. Everybody went on the Sylvester Stallone is going to win supporting actor for that movie. Yeah. Creed two, just it wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah. I feel like we can all just say that. Yeah. Um, Black Panther, like, because yeah. you can't say, well, it's Fruit a superhero Fail. movie. It's not gonna. Yeah, Fruitvale is Fruitvale is probably the number one that he yeah, should have been for sure. Black Panther though, because like the Academy recognized that. I think Michael B. Jordan for his performance of like, all right, you're going to learn about this character throughout this movie. You don't, Mm -hmm. with Marvel, you usually have background and like, we already knew Black Panther at this point, but like they threw this villain in there and he did an incredible job. Yeah. No, I agree with you for sure. Um, My last one is Call Me By Your Name, The Dad, played by Michael, and I cannot say the last name. Fassbender. No. Uh, It's um, Schulzbach or something like that. Anyways, he has this conversation with Timothy Chalamet, who plays his son, and he has this conversation. And the conversation, even if maybe you don't want to watch the movie, everyone should see this scene because it is the most well-executed, most natural, full of like love and compassion and empathy for what Timothy Chalamet's character went through. The way he smokes his cigarette, the way he breathes, the way he takes his time. I just fully appreciated that scene so much. Like it actually makes me, when I even think about it, it gets me a little choked up because I just think it's beautiful. And he's talking about love and he's talking about life and it's just so beautiful. And I know other people got nominated for it. So I'm just confused why he wasn't. Cause I just think, yes, he's not a main character, but give him a supporting or something. Right. So I went down a rabbit hole because I wanted to know who was nominated in that in that time because I wanted to know who would I have taken out then. That's why I did this one last because I'm like, okay, who would I take out then? Okay, so these are my choices. Sam Rockwell and Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards. Um, Richard Jenkins for Shape of Water. Christopher Plummer for the something about the money, all the money in the world or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Willem Dafoe for the Florida Project whatever that one was. So I'm not taking out Sam or Woody. We know. Uh, and I'm not taking out Richard Jenkins. Cause I actually think he's pretty brilliant. Christopher Plummer, RIP, right? He's yeah. Yeah. So RIP to him. However, he's barely in this movie and I didn't think like I watched the movie. I didn't think it was like over the top. Amazing. Even William Dafoe, who I love, I think he's such a good actor. I don't, I did not like enjoy that movie that he was in. Um, so I would take out one of those two, Christopher Plummer or Willem Dafoe, and I would have put in this Michael guy because I just think it deserved, it just deserved it. It looked like it was done maybe in one shot too. And yeah, it was beautiful. I remember making you watch it because you hadn't seen the movie, right? But didn't I make you watch that scene? I don't think so. <gasps> well, you know what we're going to do right after this? You're going to watch that scene. Okay. I watched the movie. Like, yeah, I watched the movie. Oh, okay. I'm not like uncomfortable. Like I under like I know there's like. The peach or something like that scene. Oh, that I just think of more Army Hammer. I just bleh. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's a it's a really it's it's. I know a lot of people didn't like it. They thought it was kind of slow and boring. I actually enjoyed the pace of it. I thought because it was a love story, it doesn't need to be like you know we meet more like just in like it's it's got a slow pace to it and stuff. But yeah, at least. At least you have to watch that scene if you don't want to watch the movie. I will watch the movie. Okay, I'll put it on my list. Now I have like three movies I have to put on this list. Yeah, you said you wanted to add add movies. I can. know. Uh, my last one is also a double dipper because it is, 
I would say a controversial film bro movie. Yes. That um I, I think I think it's one of those movies that you pick a side. I don't think you can really be neutral with this. Oh, okay. And I think if you're not going to say the movie, I don't think you can deny the performance. And I'm wondering if you do have a guess of some kind, like of what the movie could be. So bros and you pick a side. So you pick like a side of like you want one bro over the other bro? No, no, no. Oh, okay. You pick a side of like. I don't think there's a middle ground of like, oh, I thought the movie was okay. Oh, I get it. I think I get you either it. love it or you hate it. Oh, fun. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, we're up again. Um. Oh my gosh. Like it's it so is hard. very vague. Yeah, it's, that's a tough one. Can you give me one person in it, or does that give it away? Um, I don't. I can't think of any. Um, Jared Leto's in it. Okay. Um, Dallas Buyers Club. No. Oh, okay. I don't know that. American Psycho. Oh, yeah. I think if, okay, if you're going to tell me, okay, the movie maybe falls to flat at some points and, oh, well, did it really happen? Probably not. Whatever. Christian Bale in this movie (laughs) is unbelievable. (laughs) Like, he he is the film bro that if he existed now, his top three movies of all time are Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Whiplash, and probably American Psycho. Yeah. It is a film bro movie, but Christian Bale plays that role so well and goes through these stages of like, like to me, he, like everyone's going to like, he's running around in his underwear with a chainsaw. But like, there's a point in the movie where he's having sex and he is watching himself. Yeah. <laughs> like that is just to me the ultimate, like what that character is, a self-obsessed narcissist who like when they had like the um, business cards and mm-hmm. it's the color of the card, card. and the font and he cares about but that. But it's like white and it's yeah. like versions it's of like white. Eggshell. <laughs> white. And so, like yeah. fonts that are so similar. But I just, and I looked it up too. Zero nominations basically for anything. I, I will accept that maybe the movie doesn't deserve it because... Yeah, I get that. I don't think the movie mes- necessarily, but I would definitely give it to him. Christian Chris Bale deserves an Oscar for that. Yeah. I, Does he have an Oscar? He must. Yeah, I think he has an Oscar also. for uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Not Batman. Um, um, A one-time Oscar winner. Okay. For The Fighter. Oh, The Fighter. Do you see The Fighter? No, but don't put it on my list. Oh, why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is actually funny. The or just like give me a space between Southpaw and I've, The Fighter. We got some time. Got I know. like eight more episodes planned. I know. Uh, the Fighter, he also been nominated. This is, you're going to love this. American Hustle. Yeah. The Big Short. Yeah. And Vice. Wow. Just a little. Transformation. I don't know. If, at least two Adam McKay. I don't, I don't think. Two they're. Adam McKay, yeah. I don't think. Oh, David, Os- o- David O. Russell is yeah. American Hustle. They uh, Oscars generally like that, right? You gain weight, lose weight, anything. Which is Christian Bale to a T. He to always a does tea. that. Yeah, that is. There's exact- like the Machinist, and there's Vice. Right. Where we are, he was like eating an apple a day, and then he got fat. Yeah. American Hustle too. He's bigger. Bigger. Yeah. And he did that, and all of this is surrounded by him doing Batman. Right. Where you have to be in very good shape. Jacked up. Yeah. I know. Maybe some steroids. Maybe. I don't want to. It's not an accusation. Just 
if he did, um, no one's going to blame him. You're not like getting tested. Not like illegal to do yeah. steroids acting. Right. Just in sports. Um, are you excited for next week? Do you know what you oh, get yeah, to yeah. watch? I do. I'm going to watch. I, I'm going to watch this. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know you are. That's early. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, next week, our IMC is, is Hustle and American Underdog. One true story, one based on yeah. true, I think. Yours or mine? Yeah. Mine is a, a true story. Yours is the true story. Yeah, yeah, mine's definitely a true story. I guess mine, it's probably not a true story. but Maybe. You maybe. have to look it up. That's true. And then we're doing sports movie trivia. Which I am going to rock at, you guys. I can't wait. I'm going to really, I'm going to go out with blaze in here. <laughs> All right. I think, that, I think that's everything, right? Oh. Casey got anything else? He turned our on-air sign off. I got nothing else, Jack. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.